the fifth Aliyah. Moshe came down the mountain and summoned the elders of the people and presented before them all the words of Hashem. What did the people respond? Naseh v'nishma. Whatever God said, we will do. Actually, they didn't say Naseh v'nishma. At this stage, they only say Naseh, we will do. The following morning, Moshe goes up the mountain again, the third of Sivan, and passes the words back to God. It wasn't necessary, because obviously Hashem knows everything, but Moshe did not take advantage and fulfilled his mission correctly. He was told to report back. Hashem says to Moshe, I am about to come to you in the thickness of the cloud so that all the people will hear when I speak to you, and then they will believe both in you and in all the prophets. Moshe descended the mountain and relayed this message to the people when they heard that God intended to speak to them by Moses. Moshe, they said, no. We want to see our God. We want to see our king. The following morning, Moshe goes back up and reports the response. Hashem says to Moshe, if that's the case, go to the people and prepare for them as follows. Tell them as follows, today and tomorrow, in order for them to receive the revelation they are requesting, they must be ritually pure, they must wash their clothes and immerse themselves in the mikvah. After immersion, they will be prepared for the giving of the Torah on the third day, the sixth of Sivan. It's when I will come down on Mount Sinai and give the people, all the people, the Torah, and everyone will see it. Since my descent onto the mountain will sanctify it temporarily, you must make a boundary around the mountain. And people should know to not even touch it. Whoever touches the mountain will surely be put to death. No hand may touch it, for whoever does will be stoned. Whether man or animal. Only when the ram's horn sounds a long blast from heaven signifying the divine departure from the mountain will the mountain revert to its mundane state and they must they may then climb the mountain. Moshe came down from the mountain, went straight to the people, and conveyed the message. He prepared the people by having them first wash their clothes, ritually immersed himself, and then um, ritually immersed the clothing and then themselves. Moshe said to the people, keep yourself in readiness for a three-day period. Do not engage in marital relations. He then built a fence around the mountain. And we'll talk about the events later, the other events of that day later on, actually, at the end of next Parsha. On the third day after this, the sixth of Sivan, as morning dawned, Hashem began the process of revelation on Sinai before the people had assembled there. Hashem was even more eager, so to speak, to give the Torah than the people were eager to receive it. There was thunder, lightning, a heavy cloud on the mountain. There were three degrees of obscurity around the mountain. Darkness, a normal cloud, and a thick cloud. There was an extremely loud blast of a ram's horn, and all the people in the camp trembled. Hashem's presence was palpable, and coming from all four directions towards the people in order not to overwhelm them with the intensity of a direct revelation from only one direction. Nevertheless, the chief approach, in other words, the main approach, came from Mount Sinai, accompanied by a retinue of some of his angels, like a bridegroom going to greet the bride. In response, Moshe leads the people out of the camp towards the Divine Presence. They took their place at the foot of the mountain. The Medrash tells us that Hashem uprooted the mountain and suspended it over the people, threatening to crush them under if they would not accept the Torah. But the people accepted this compulsion willingly by lovingly crowding under the mountain. Seeing this, Hashem had the people retreat and lowered the mountain back to the ground.
The whole of Mount Sinai was in smoke because Hashem came down on the mountain in fire. The fire was slightly above the mountain, but was close enough to burn the vegetation on the mountain, and smoke rose up like the smoke of a lime kiln, but much higher, for the fire reached up to the midst of the sky, and the entire mountain quaked violently. The sound of the ram horn just increasingly grew louder and louder without any break. When Hashem said the first two commandments, He spoke over the sound. When Moshe spoke the remaining eight commandments, Hashem responded to the weakness of his mortal voice by amplifying Moshe's voice so that it could be heard throughout the entire camp.